This is the primal scream of a dying regime. Pray for our enemies, because we're going medieval on these people. You're just not got a free shot on all these networks lying about the people. The people have had a belly full of it. I know you don't like hearing that. I know you try to do everything in the world to stop that, but you're not going to stop it. It's going to happen. And where do people like that go to share the big lie? MAGA Media. I wish, in my soul, I wish that any of these people had a conscience. Ask yourself, what is my task and what is my purpose? If that answer is to save my country, this country will be saved. War Room. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. prudential regulation should have caught this i think we most of us have all seen it's a wonderful life question i have is who was playing the role of mr potter i think there were some bad actors in the vc community who literally started to spur this run by virtually crying crying fire in a crowded theater in terms of rushing all of these deposits out so stephanie where do we stand in this is first republic you know really at risk we see the contagion overseas, at least in terms of Credit Suisse, which is a bank that has been in trouble in, in, you know, on other issues before. Where do you think we are? So all of Mark Warner's points are fair. Janet Yellen's not going to have an answer for any of them. Yeah. All of that has to get investigated. The VCs he's talking about taking to Twitter to possibly uh, exacerbate the bank run, what the regulators are doing. That's over here. Separately, what's happening with banks like First Republic and other banks here? We are seeing some of these smaller and mid-sized banks definitely face a crunch, whether it's they've had deposits removed or they are also dealing with the fact that rates have gone up. What's happening with Credit Suisse is somewhat of a different situation. But the interesting thing is Credit Suisse today, people are all sort of breathing this huge sigh of relief. They've gotten this $50 billion injection from the Swiss National Bank. But here's the real problem for Credit Suisse. Great, they have that money. What are they going to do with it? Credit Suisse's real problem is that their only real viable business is managing super wealthy people's money. And people have been pulling their money from Credit Suisse for the last few years. They're not going to suddenly make that up in the next few months. The real issue around all of this is what's going to happen with the Fed next week? Is the Fed going to take a pause because rates being where they are and now this kind of credit crunch that we're in, lending is going to get a lot tighter. Liquidity is going to get more difficult. We're in for a slightly rocky road. Um, people keep talking about this rolling back of Dodd-Frank in 2018, part of it, whether it was a good or a bad idea. And there's all this political finger pointing. There's one important thing to point out. Had the full Dodd-Frank still been in place today, Silicon Valley Bank would have passed the stress tests. And I think there's this general idea out there, more regulation versus less regulation. What it is, is smart regulation and actually implementing it. And the point Jillian just made about the fiduciary responsibilities um, of all those VCs is a really important one that I think is getting lost kind of in translation. The CEO of Silicon Valley Bank, did something highly unusual that was a massive mistake. He got on a, a conference call with all of their customers and basically said, and I'm paraphrasing, uh, we had this loss, guys, but we've been there for you for a long time. Please keep your deposits and be there for us. He was clearly skittish and had all of those customers not pulled their money out, they could then be sued by their investors saying, hold on a sec. You were just giving, you were saying the seat to the CEO, I got your back. Okay. And 
and now our money's um, gone. The point, Jill. Stephanie Rule used to be an, an investment banker, so she knows more. But it's all pure narrative with her until the truth breaks out. And uh, she's quite smart. And there she she um, disaggregates a lot of the misconceptions of what happened here. Uh, we're going to get more into that uh, in the show. Uh, First Republic looks like it's been saved, a consortium. And, and remember, there, th- this is all a Ponzi scheme. I just want you to make sure, understand that you are backstopping this. Don't let anybody lie to you. We'll play Yellen's t- some of Yellen's testimony later. Uh, they're lying to you. You are the backstop. The Swiss uh, bank, National Bank, uh, bailed out Credit Suisse yesterday, and that's because um, uh, the t- Swiss citizens are. And here you have these 11 huge banks are coming to the rescue of First Republic, not not straying out his business model or not straying out the, the, the basic problem, which is the Biden bonds and the Biden inflation, which is going to continue on. And you've got the Federal Reserve. And by the way, do we have her comments on the Federal Reserve? I think later in that show, is that it? Because she has some great comments on the Federal Reserve. You just got to pull. Um, have a, an incredibly tough, incredibly tough decision next week, whether they go for inflation. If you go for inflation, try to throttle it down so working class people don't get crushed. The bonds are going to get in more shape. These government bonds, boom, bigger, unrealized losses. And remember, we still don't know if there's only $600 billion or over $2 trillion. Nobody is sitting there and being straight. And, and quite frankly, the Yellen thing today was not particularly illuminating, I didn't think. Uh, we've gone through a lot of the, the Q&A. We've got a couple of polls for later. So a lot going. First Republic looks like it's been saved. It's kind of weird. a cash infusion, but it's maybe deposit transfers. Hey, I tell you what, they're not buying. They ain't buying the guy. They ain't not buying First Republic's bonds, and they're not buying stock. Okay, they're infusing it with capital, and this is the Federal Reserve putting the whip hand out to say you got to help save this bank because First Republic's got I don't know seventy billion dollars of uninsured deposits. Bottom line, you're guaranteeing all these deposits. That's what they're doing right now, and whatever the risk profile is, the risk profile is. So uh, the system lasts for another day. But we're on a knife's edge globally and particularly here in the United States. We've got a lot to get to. Of course, a bombshell dropped, and it's now been verified. We've got Todd Benzman here. I want to go to Ben Burkwam on the border. Let's, let's play, I, want to, I, want to play the, I want to play this short clip of, of Ben with Ortiz. We're going to go to Ben on the tinderbox of our southern border. And then we've got Todd Benzman with big news here. Uh, let's, let's play it for Ben Burkwam. Chief Ortiz, should Secretary Mayorkas be impeached? Should Secretary Mayorkas be impeached, sir? No, sir. You've served our country as well, sir. How can you say no when you know he's broken his oath? You've had 17 suicides. How can you say the morale of Border Patrol is not, has not been affected? Okay, we have uh, Ortiz admitting that we don't have operational control of the border. Ben Burkhorn, Real America's Voice, SCA reporter. Ben, where are you? You're kind of the railhead of all of it, are you not, sir? Yeah, Steve, I'm in a very unique spot. I'm as far east as you can go down the Rio Grande River on the U.S. southern border uh, where it meets the Gulf of Mexico. To my right is the Gulf of Mexico. In the Behind me, that is Mexico. And I just want to show this uh, real quick as well. You can even see SpaceX off in the distance here. So this is a, it's a very unique spot. And one thing to Chief Ortiz, the thing that, that, that is unconscionable is the fact that Gulf Cartel sits across, across the river every single day and sends people across illegally. 
and sends them up the beach. They send them across to San Padre Island. The Gulf Cartel has operational control of where I'm standing right now, not our Border Patrol. And it goes right to Secretary Mayorkas. It goes right to Joe Biden and right to Chief Ortiz. How, how uh, tense is the situation? You're, you're going up and down these camps now. We've had uh, Anthony from El Paso, Aguero. We've had uh, our, our Oscar Blue from Tijuana. So you're covering the Pacific all the way to the Gulf. You guys have done it, the, the, the Real America's Voice team. How, uh, 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 is it, can you cut the tension with a knife when you're in these camps about these tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands of people waiting to come into the United States, feeling they have the right to come in the United States because Joe Biden has invited them? Every single one of them believe that the border's open. Every single one believes that they have a right to come in that I've spoken to. And when I'm speaking to some of these people like we did in Matamoros this morning, who've been waiting there for four and five months, uh, you better damn well believe this is a tinderbox ready to blow. It's like a, a flood flowing down to a dam and the holes are starting to pop out of that dam. That's what's happening because as, as this continues to back up on the southern border on the Mexico side and people are told just wait, 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 what's happening is we have tens of thousands more coming through the Darien Gap as we speak, coming up to the border and expecting to come in. And again, we're talking about millions that have already come across. Ben, uh, hang right there. Let's go to Todd Benzman. Todd, uh, it's kind of unbelievable news, but I guess they're trying to cover this by saying the federal court's making, making them do it. Walk us through what the Biden administration has decided to do with this uh, ruling that you've been covering intensely in the federal court in Pensacola, Florida. The Pensacola court vacated the Biden administration's parole, humanitarian parole, plus uh, ADT alternatives to detention program. Uh, the Biden administration this morning was expected to, and they gave him a week to end it, which was yesterday. The Biden administration was expected to appeal that uh, to the 11th Circuit, and then it would have gone straight to the Supreme Court. But in a kind of a surprise move, they did not appeal. They gave a notice, we will not be appealing that. Uh, and so I, I just want to point out that this is a preliminary analysis of it from what I've been able to put together in the last few hours, is that uh, what they will do instead now is just alter their policy, tweak it just enough so that they can say, We've met the conditions of the judge's ruling and then let it let it continue. What that is, uh, is that they'll move from alternatives to detention, like the, the ankle monitors and every we all know about the cell phones, handing out the cell phones. And these are alternatives to detention while you're waiting for a check in uh, at, a, at some ICE office in Akron, Ohio or wherever you, you end up. Uh, and now they're, they're, they, what I'm hearing that they'll do is just shift that to notice to appear, which is just a different way of saying this, of doing the same thing. Okay, uh, that's my understanding. So that uh, just the same numbers of people will pour through, but it kind of threads the needle around what the judge but, but, says. But, but how did this? But hang up. But but the judge threw all this out. How can they still even do humanitarian appeals? I mean, his ruling eviscerated. They're gaming of the system. How can they just make small tweaks and, and get around for that? Won't the judge say this? This uh, they've got to go back to the judge and, and they have to go back to the judge and, and basically lay out 
how they're going to have these changes, correct? Is this not going to, he's just yeah, not going I mean, to implement them this, this and is not legal, get back to them? <laughs> this is legal swordsmanship going on here, uh, and we'll see what happens, but you're right. I mean, what the judge actually vacated was humanitarian parole, which is supposed to be issued on a case-by-case individualized basis, uh, and ADT together, those two things together. Uh, and you know, they, they, a couple months ago, they gave 130,000. So okay. I've had, I've had, I've had lawyers check this, look at it. He vacated these. How can, how can they now say they're going to, um, they're going to do it? And won't the Florida AG just go back in and say, no, this, they're just trying to play games here because from, from the Pacific ocean all the way to the, where Ben Burkham standing all 2000 miles of the Southern border, you have hundreds of thousands of people now ready and they're all waiting for the app on the humanitarian parole. A federal judge has just said, it's not operative anymore. He's vacated that. In the Biden administration, it looks like they've accepted it. Why are you hearing they're just going to do some tiny changes, think they can get away from the Florida AG is not going to settle for that? Well, there are two things. One is that the judge's ruling, the, the letter of the ruling, uh, seems to have paired ADT with the humanitarian parole, although the judge thoroughly condemned both of them individually. Uh, but but the actual vacated uh, vacated policy is those two things together. This is the way it's explained to me, and that uh, they could avoid having to take this to have the Supreme Court uphold the judge, and they would, and the Circuit Court uphold the judge, and they would by just simply switching to something other than ADT. So uh, we haven't heard yet from the Biden administration how they're tweaking this. Uh, or what they're going to do exactly. No, they understand the wrong. Okay, hang, hang, hang on a second. They know they're wrong on the law. They're not going to go to appeal. They understand it, it looks bad. You lose an appeal, it looks bad. Then you take the Supreme Court, you lose, you're done. You're finished. Yeah, you're done. Right? That you've gone, and yeah. they don't want to do that. So they're going to play games. I tell you what, Todd, if you can hang, Ben, please hang. Uh, I'm going to get Seb Gorkin here on, on, on President Trump's just made a major release on the third world war i want to get play trump i get seb and i'm gonna come back we're gonna go back to the border we're gonna go back to todd benzman that's been all over this todd benz remember told us six months ago he said hey there's something happening down in pensacola in a federal court that could actually be a like a thermonuclear weapon in this entire invasion on the southern border we're gonna to get to it. todd uh todd benzman's with us from cis center for immigration studies we got the one and only indefatigable ben burkwam he's down right there where the Gulf Cartel kind of starts, right? The Gulf of Mexico in the beginning of the Rio Grande uh, River. Uh, Seb, Dr. Seb Gork is going to join us. President Trump has put out an incredibly powerful video, these series of policy videos. We're going to play it and get into it all next in the War Room. Buy gold and get a free safe to store it in. That's right. On qualifying purchases from Birch Gold Group now through March 31st, they'll ship a free safe directly to your door. Just text Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N, to 989898 to get your free info kit on gold and to claim eligibility for your free safe. Here's the deal. The Fed keeps raising rates because it's the only tool they have to keep inflation under control. And guess what? It's not working. You can't spend your way out of inflation. You've seen the impact on the stock market. You've seen the impact on your savings. Hedge inflation by owning gold. Let me repeat that. Hedge inflation by owning gold. Whether physical gold and silver in your own safe or through an IRA in precious metals, where you can hold real gold and silver in a tax-sheltered retirement account. 
Birch Gold has an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau and thousands of satisfied customers. Text Bannon to 989898 for your free info kit on gold and to claim eligibility for your free home safe by March 31st on qualifying purchases. Again, text Bannon to 989898. Never been closer to World War III than we are today under Joe Biden. A global conflict between nuclear-armed powers would mean death and destruction on a scale unmatched in human history. It would be nuclear Armageddon. Nothing is more important than avoiding that nightmare. We will avoid it, but we need new leadership. Every day this proxy battle in Ukraine continues, we risk global war. We must be absolutely clear that our objective is to immediately have a total secession of hostilities. All shooting has to stop. This is the central issue. We need peace without delay. In addition, there must also be a complete commitment to dismantling the entire globalist neocon establishment that is perpetually dragging us into endless wars, pretending to fight for freedom and democracy abroad, while they turn us into a third-world country and a third-world dictatorship right here at home. The State Department, the defense bureaucracy, the intelligence services, and all of the rest need to be completely overhauled and reconstituted to fire the deep staters and put America first. We have to put America first. Finally, we have to finish the process we began under my administration of fundamentally reevaluating NATO's purpose and NATO's mission. Our foreign policy establishment keeps trying to pull the world into conflict with a nuclear-armed Russia based on the lie that Russia represents our greatest threat. But the greatest threat to Western civilization today is not Russia. It's probably, more than anything else, ourselves and some of the horrible USA-hating people that represent us. It's the abolition of our national borders. It's the failure to police our own cities. It's the destruction of the rule of law from within. It's the collapse of the nuclear family and fertility rates like nobody can believe is happening. It's the Marxists who would have us become a godless nation worshiping at the altar of race and gender and environment. And it's the globalist class that has made us totally dependent on China and other foreign countries that basically hate us. These globalists want to squander all of America's strength, blood, and treasure, chasing monsters and phantoms overseas while keeping us distracted from the havoc they're creating right here at home. These forces are doing more damage to America than Russia and China could ever have dreamed. Evicting the sick and corrupt establishment is the monumental task for the next president. And I am the only one who can do it. I'm the only one that can get the job done. I know exactly what has to be done. A populist war cry. Uh, I think it's Pogo, the cartoon. We have met the enemy and they is us. 
It's the administrative state uh, versus uh, the Russians or even, I guess, the Chinese Communist Party. Don't know if I totally agree with all of that, but definitely the administrative state. President Trump throws down hard. And there is that is one uh, fire-breathing populist message today. Uh, Poland it kind of broke with NATO, our allies in Poland, who have really been the guys who stood with us the, the most or among them. The Poles are saying they're going to ship, looks like, F-16 fighters to Ukraine, uh, which will be what I call an escalation. Also, a lot of controversy about the Reaper drone uh, that was taken down by the Russians over the Black Sea. We've asked Dr. Seb Gorka to join us. Uh, Dr. Gorka, you were in the White House. You were senior strategy officer for President Trump. Uh, break down uh, his um, his uh, uh, talk right there. And I, I really support these policy talks. We support him from the beginning, thought that President Trump ought to go, yeah. ought, ought to go after people, not, leave the personality aside. And even the Hill newspaper day, go on my Getter account, the Hill newspaper said tr- one of the reasons Trump is getting traction He's going out, he's going, he's putting policies out there and you're mm-hmm. exposing people as neoliberal neocons. Dr. Gorker, your thoughts and observations, sir. Uh, just first things first on Poland, it's a MiG-29, so it's Soviet era aircraft, it's not F-16s. But with regards to this video, Steve, isn't, isn't this why we elected President Trump? I mean, this this is in part why we elected him. It's the end to the dumb wars, the forever wars, and to have national sovereignty and to seal our borders. And you know, if the hill, if the hill that hates the hobbits, hates the base, hates America first, is writing that, well, that's quite quite a metric. And I have to con- uh, commend those who scripted this speech, who uh, prepared it for the president, because not only is it to the point, it's attacking the globalists. It's talking about about World War Three on the brink and turning us into the third world at the same time. It's concise, Steve. It's short. It gets to the point. It pulls no punches. And then, of course, the most important thing of all, and it took me back, when I when I used to teach grand strategy to the, to the officers and to the uh, people who were part of the national security establishment in D.C., first class of the semester, I'd go around the, the, the class and ask everybody, tell me what the primary threat to America is, just to engender debate, get the intellectual juices flowing. And it would go from, you know, China to Iran to ISIS or whatever have you. One time, one time, this is long before President Trump ran, I had a student say, we are the problem. America is the problem. The uniparty out of control, spending like drunken sailors, an elite that hates the nation that it is leading. And there you have it. President Trump is right. I mean, look, we've got to add China into the mix. If we're talking about external threats, the number one is China. Absolutely. I learned that from you and from what we read uh, in the White House in those daily presidential intelligence briefings. But when it comes to the the imminent, the five-meter threat, Steve, in the history of, of, of civilization, a nation has never survived being run by people who hate the nation they are running. And that is the situation we find ourselves in. Whether it's Biden, the DNC, whether it's AOC, BLM, Antifa, these are people who detest everything that America stands for, and that cannot be allowed to long stand. So the president is right. We've got to stop World War Three from occurring, and we've got to take on the domestic threat, Steve. Uh, it's metastasized since then, but I want to go back because you're probably one of the few guys that, that can talk intelligently about this. On 10 September of 2001, the day before 
um, the um, um, Don Rumsfeld had the meeting. Everybody came back from Labor Day. He had worked on it over the summer, the first year of the Bush administration. And he gave a talk to the senior guys in the Pentagon and said, uh, the number one problem we have, the number one ever we have, is this bureaucracy, no, the administrative yeah. state of the national security state. And he says, we need a revolution in military affairs, a revolution in military affairs. Now, 20 years later, 20-some years later, we have a, almost a trillion-dollar uh, budget, and we've lost two wars. Let's be honest. We didn't win yeah. in Iraq. We didn't win in Afghanistan. And we're in, in another situation in Ukraine. What was we got a couple minutes. What was Rumsfeld talking about? And was his difference in degree – not in kind about what President Trump's talking about? Um, I think both. I, I think degree and kind, because look, at the end of the day, Donald Rumsfeld uh, was a wonk, okay? He'd already been Secretary of Defense 20 years previously, and he showed such hubris after he left that office in that long interview he did for GQ or Vanity Fair or whatever it was, where he showed no, no compunction, no regret for invading Iraq. So this is a guy whose ego knew no bounds. But he was right when it came to the bureaucracy, but right now, Steve, it's much worse than that because we have to come in and we have to dismantle it day one. This is a warning to President Trump and anybody else who serves in his second administration if we do our part. If we don't swingingly dismantle the deep state, the permanent unaccountable bureaucracy in the first three weeks of the administration, forget about anything else. I don't care the whether, I don't care whether the border's the issue for you, uh, whether China, whether the, the debts ceiling or anything else. If we don't stop those who aren't elected from controlling this nation, everything else is pointless. So this has to be planned right now. I know Cash Patel has got a book he's trying to publish where he names the names and he has a plan, but I don't see requisite action coming out of the MAGA movement. We, we have to have the plan now, not yesterday, now, and we have to say, yes, DOD, 50% cut, CIA, 70% cut, Office of Director of National Intelligence, done away with. FBI moved out of D.C. Uh, th this has to be solidified now, Steve. Otherwise, forget about it. I think President Trump is giving you a mandate to do it because he said, hey, I'm going to take on the administrative state first. We're going to gather these wars. Real quickly, uh, let's go back to Poland. You know, President Trump never thought NATO pulled its way. He thinks it's a vassal state, the EU is, and, and it's a protectorate, not an ally. We've got a minute uh, is this an escalation of sending the MiG-29s? If they're sending combat aircraft to Ukraine, is that a major escalation? Uh, I would say, from the point of view of the Poles, it's it's survival. This is, remember, the nation that, thanks to Molotov-Riventrop, uh, suffered five million deaths. Five million deaths in World War II, squeezed between the Third Reich and Stalin's Soviet Union. So they're, they're not they're, they're the next state. If if Ukraine uh, in toto falls, next it will be Poland, and they're not prepared to do that. So they're giving Soviet air equipment to the Ukrainians to help themselves. It's not an escalation in terms of Polish NATO troops on the ground fighting Russians, although I'm sure our Polish brothers would be happy to do that. But no, they just don't want to be the next nation to fall. So the, the Poles are tough guys. They know the stakes involved. Uh, this is their right to make this decision. But we have to admit, you know it, Steve, from your time in the White House, Poland was one of the few one of the few serious yeah. NATO nation states. And they, they consider, continue to be so. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, how do we get all your content, uh, content Dr. Gorka? 
just my name's Seb Gorker on all the platforms, uh, Twitter, uh, Truth Social, Facebook. The Substack is Sebastian Gorker, one word, uh, .substack.com. The website is sebgorker.com. Uh, we're on Rumble. We're Just plug in my name. You'll find me. Spread the word. And uh, let's take back this nation because if not us, no one will. Dr. Gork will be the tip of the spear with President Trump going after the administrative state. Short break. We're going to go back to the border. We got Boris on polling. Dave Walsh here on Energy. All next in the war. Americans have had it. They're done supporting companies that rake in hundreds of millions, sometimes billions of dollars, while trashing the country that made their success possible. Until recently, we had to take it. But companies like Patriot Mobile are building a whole new economy, one which embraces the values that made America the greatest country on earth. Patriot Mobile, America's only Christian conservative wireless provider, offers dependable nationwide coverage on all three major networks so you can get the best possible service in your area. Plus, they offer a coverage guarantee. If you're not happy with your coverage, you can switch to a different network for free without changing carriers. All this plus the knowledge that you are supporting free speech, the sanctity of life, the Second Amendment, and our military and first responder heroes. Their 100% U.S.-based customer service team makes switching easy. Just go to PatriotMobile.com slash Bannon. That's PatriotMobile.com slash Bannon. Or call them right now at 878-PATRIOT. That's 878-PATRIOT. Get free activation today with the offer code Bannon. We need to stand together and support companies that share our values. Remember, stop giving monies to companies that hate you. Support the Patriot Mobiles of the world. That's PatriotMobile.com slash Bannon or call 878-PATRIOT. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Okay, um... Welcome back. We're going to get to Boris in a second. I want to finish with Todd. Todd, this seems monumental, but it's not being covered by virtually, it's being covered by virtually nobody. How could we've had this ruling, the Biden administration, which basically vacates the things they're using to use these tools to, to subvert the asylum process, invade the southern border. And one of the reasons I want to have Ben on, Ben and the team have been from the Pacific now to the Gulf. And I'm telling you, it's a tinderbox down there. There's hundreds of thousands of people that are more coming in. I think they have a right to come here. And the only thing they think is holding them up is some miss, uh, a, uh, a, uh, a app that's not working on their cell phones. That's what they think. So w- what does your intelligence tell you? Where, where does this head now uh, about the practicality of what the Biden regime is going to do? I'm having a few technical difficulties here at home, but uh, to answer your question, uh, what – What we need to look for next is the policy that the Biden administration claims will replace the ADT parole memo that supposedly was vacated. I'll be very interested to see that. I believe it's going to be uh, something that's very similar. And so therefore, in the immediate term, we might not see any change. But Ben is down there right now. And what he's seeing Uh, is something that I've also reported, which is that there is an increasing uh, impatience with waiting in line. The lines are getting longer and longer, and we're starting to see them peel off 
and cross the border and run for it all over the place uh, from one end of the border to the other. Uh, and so I think that even without this, you're going to start to see uh, uh, increased numbers of people that are just pissed off. They're, cha- they're, they're bonsai charging the international bridges over the weekend. Those are all people that are not wanting to wait in line for two or three or four months. Uh, so I think that the CBP-1 program is going to implode on itself even without uh, a, a federal court ruling. But his, I just want to make sure the audience understands something, that they don't want a couple months. This is a gaming system. It would normally be years that just never happened. You now have hundreds of thousands of people that believe they have a right to come into this country. And you're right. They're, they're, they're getting, it's, it's getting dicey down there. And they're just not going to go down there and say, hey, you know what? There's the, they actually misinterpret the law. Everybody go home, right? Everybody go home. That ain't going to happen. So I'm telling you, this is the Biden regime has, has gotten this. Let me go to Burkham quickly. i got to get Boris in here. Boris, uh, uh, ben, if you, if you walk into those camps that you've been doing and just tell people, hey, upon further review, a judge in uh, Florida threw it out and it's not operational and, and you've all got to go back to where you came from. Tell me what's going to happen, brother. Well, it's a massive, not, not uh, everything that Todd said, I believe, is exactly right. But on top of that, it's a massive windfall for the cartels who are already raking in billions of dollars because all they say is, hey, stop waiting, pay us, we'll send you across. And what we're going to see is what I just saw with uh, Lieutenant Casas in La Jolla. We're going to see more pursuits, uh, more rollover accidents, more death on the border, and the cartels are going to make the money. And it wouldn't even surprise me if the cartels were behind some of this implosion to, to get more of the money. The big thing, and I'm going to keep saying this, the investigations that need to happen now are who in the United States government are paid off by the cartels. That's, that's where we need to focus our effort. Uh, but in the, in the short term, it's only going to get worse. Uh, in, in in orders of magnitude. Ben Burkwam, how do people where, where do they get to you on social media to find up uh, find all your reporting? Uh, at Ben Burkwam, I just posted a six-minute video from inside of that camp. I actually interviewed one a guy from Mexico who had been deported. He's also using, and speaking of Todd Bensman's reporting, uh, confirmation that Mexicans are also applying through the CBP-1 application as well. Uh, that's on my at Ben Burkwam Twitter, Twitter. Everything else on social media will be up uh, in the next few minutes when I get back to service. And then at uh, FrontlineAmerica.com and AmericasVoice.News, of course. Ben, fabulous work. Thank you very much. Stay safe. He's down there in the danger part now. Thank you, sir. Down by the golf cartels in those, in those camps. Uh, Todd, we'll come back to you. Um, what you're saying is that there's still games being played. They don't want to go to the appeals court. They don't want to go to the Supreme Court. They know they would lose on the law. We're pretty clear on that. Is there any doubt in your mind they know they will lose on the law right now? No doubt in my mind. And I want to point out that the Pensacola lawsuit was one of two. Think of it like the nukes that were used on Japan you had the uh, fat man and uh, little boy. Well, this is little boy. There's fat man still coming down the pike. 20 states have specifically challenged humanitarian parole on its own, as well as everything else that they're doing, 20 different states. So one way or another, the courts are going to decide this, uh, you know, and end it. They're going to end it at some point uh, if the immigrants don't end it on their own. Which I think they are already well, they're starting. They're not going to end it. Okay. Yeah, but they're—I mean—they're going to come across. They're not going. The cartels. There's no chance. Those hundreds, a hundred percent, they're going to come across. 
Hundred percent, they're going to come across. No doubt about that. We're, the, the, you think the border's been a fiasco? It's not, you ain't seen nothing yet. And you can light a match down there, and it's like tinder. It's it's going to explode. Todd, how do people get to you? You're on fire now. Uh, social media, all of it. That's right. Well, the book is overrun. How Joe Biden unleashed the greatest border crisis in U.S. history, and now I think it's in world history. I'm a T. Benzman Getter. Follow me there, Benzman Todd on Twitter, and I'm on Truth Social also, Todd Benzman at Truth Social. If, if there's so many things to go after him. If he's not brought up an impeachment for this and selling that to the Chinese Communist Party, there's huge news about oh, all these. Uh, can I say one more thing? Of, of I, yeah, yeah I, sure. Go ahead, Todd. Yeah, one thing that was interesting about the hearing yesterday in McAllen that Ben went to, uh, when we talk about gotaways, uh, we always have these numbers, uh, you and I, and they're leaked to us. But the uh, Border Patrol chief said in that public hearing that he believes that they're 20 percent higher than what have been reported. So let's keep that in mind as we're counting these. God. Unbelievable. Todd Benzman, you're a good man. He couldn't lie. Uh, thank I'm, you for I'm, all the great work. Yeah, for whatever you want to say about uh about that border patrol chief, at least he wouldn't lie in public about whether no, there's a crisis. No, he, he told the truth. He, he, he's, he said, we don't have operational control of the border. That's all I need to hear. Well, yeah. The head guy, we don't have operation. If we don't have operational control of the southern border, that is enough to impeach Joe Biden. These commanders, okay. that's enough to impeach him right there. Boom. Benjamin, you thank you so much. Now. Appreciate it. <laughs> Bye. Thank you, sir. Let's go ahead and play the intro to uh, for uh, for Boris. Okay, uh, I can play. I can listen to that all day long. It is, I think, number one across the board everywhere. Natasha Owens, she's fabulous. Um, we're going to play that song. We're going to run the sprockets off it. Boris, amazing. We just had President Trump give us the three minutes uh, how to stop the Third World War. Seb was on here for that. You got all this polling that he looks like he's starting to get some spread between him and the rest of the field. It seems like we're on offense now. We got a Amazing new song, Trump won, and you know it. Boris Epstein. Steve, honored to be with you, honored to be with the party. Well, first of all, that's for 100% sure. President Trump won in 2016, President Trump won in 2020, President Trump is winning and will win in 2024. I just sent Steve to you and Denver a polling summary that goes from November to March in Texas. This is Texas Republic Department polling, all done by CWS. And it is a 27, I do not stutter, a 27 net point swing toward President Trump. Right now he's up 43 to 27, 27 being the Florida governor who should think better and not run against President Trump. President Trump is dominating this race because he is hitting all the key points on policy. 
he's talking about ending the war, the, the frustrating fires surrounded by nuclear reactors that is going on in Ukraine. He's talking about protecting us from China. He's ensuring that we're protecting our children from this woke radicalism that, and you know the, 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 the transvestite agenda and the agenda of the woke leftists who want to push, you know, push sexual education and, and drag shows onto our kids. By the way, Tish James under fire for apparently hosting a uh, for apparently hosting some sort of drag show for uh, for kids this weekend in New York City. President Trump Tra- tra- is drag hold on drag 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 queen hold on drag queen story time. She's going to host a drag queen story time. Right, that's a good thing is, for an AG to be doing, right? Is that a good look? Yeah, that's, AG in a state where the the, the most the most let's be honest iconic city in America is overrun by murder, overrun by a crime, overrun by rape. People aren't safe on the subways. It's a total disaster. President Trump is fighting against all of that nonsense, and the American people are are saying exactly what we thought they would: is that they want the broadest shoulders, the strongest voice, the strongest the, the strongest position possible, and that is undoubtedly, irrefutably, President Donald J. Trump. This Ras- we had Rasmussen on this morning. As as impressive as the Texas are, I don't think anything's as impressive. The Trump favorability is at fifty three percent, according to Rasmussen, for everybody. It's it's sixty seven percent in in, uh, in for Republicans. He he's Rasmussen today. Mark Mitchell just said, "Hey, the shift." And thinking about President Trump, he's never seen a movement like this. What, what, are, your, what are your thoughts on the Rasmussen poll? My thoughts are that the reality for the president is at where we've been saying for a long time. He's about 70, 75, and you know, the rest of the field has the left. President Trump, again, isn't just winning. He isn't just pulling away. He's dominating a nine-game rank. And frankly, Steve, as I've said to you, this race is over. And anybody else even considering wanting to be president any time in the future as a Republican needs to come together, call us behind President Trump, let's go beat Joe Biden, let's get President Trump back in office, and then we can talk about you know, further races down the road. But right now, it's all about getting our country back on track. Under President Trump, we didn't have bank failures. We had a real southern border. We didn't have a, a complete and total energy disaster. Our country was, our country was respected. Uh, Bush under Bush under Obama and under Biden, Putin invaded Naples, invaded Georgia under Bush, invaded Crimea under Obama, and now invaded Ukraine, Maine under Biden. Under President Trump, Putin did no such thing because he, let's be honest, respected and feared, respect and fears presently President Donald J. Trump. The, 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 the Hill newspaper today, the lead story is about how he's doing this on policy. They said Trump leads with policy and he's winning. And we just saw the video about the war. Tell me about you got about a minute. The, the the policy perspective, leaving the personalities out of it, is one of the reasons he's now on a roll. Because people are saying, "Yeah, you know what? I agree. I want the I want the peace and prosperity that he gave us, and only he can get back for us." Boris Epstein. Well, Steve, the contrast couldn't be clearer. I mean, between where our country is now on everything: economy, national security, international relations, <laughs> banking, specifically the 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 world well, banking meltdown, and where we were for four years under President Donald J. Trump, which is. The, the most consistent, strongest piece of prosperity period in history, and by the way, the strongest economy built up in history, then then shocked and attacked by the by COVID, which now we know for a fact has been, was leaked from the Wuhan lab, and then President Trump built it back after the worst of COVID had passed under his under his leadership. So that is what we have in President Trump. The American people see it, and they want to throw Joe Biden out as fast as possible. 
Boris, can we get your coordinates? Can you give it to us? Absolutely. BorisCP.com. Hot on BorisCP.com. The website. Hot on Get Our BorisCP. Twitter at BorisCP. Hot on Twitter at Boris. Hot on the Grand Boris on the Scrub Stay strong. Come up. And I'll talk to you tomorrow. Boris, fight on. The wartime consigliere. Boris Epstein. Short break. Dave Walsh joins us next. COVIDtaxrelief.org got a small retail business almost $80,000. COVIDtaxrelief.org got a manufacturing business nearly two hundred and fifty grand, And COVIDtaxrelief.org just got a large distribution business almost $900,000. If you run a business, church, or nonprofit and paid your employees through all or part of the pandemic, you could qualify for up to $26,000 per employee through the government's CARES Act. But beware of clickbait or pay upfront companies who make you do the work and take a huge percentage of your refund. COVIDtaxrelief.org receives a low reasonable commission only after you receive your refund. And with 300 CPAs and tax experts, no one is better at getting you the maximum benefit than COVIDtaxrelief.org. Visit COVIDtaxrelief.org now because this plan expires soon. That's COVIDtaxrelief.org, COVIDtaxrelief.org. The refund examples are not a guarantee and not all businesses qualify. That's why you have to check today with COVIDtaxrelief.org. The new social media taking on big tech, protecting free speech, and canceling cancel culture. Join the marketplace of ideas. The platform for independent thought has arrived. Superior technology. No more selling your personal data. No more censorship. No more cancel culture. Enough. Getter has arrived. It's time to say what you want the way you want. Download now. A big drop in oil prices today, lowest level since uh, 2021 before the Russian invasion of Ukraine, if you can believe it. Pippa Stevens joins us now with more. Pippa. Yeah, it fell to the lowest since December 2021, but we have seen a big bounce off the worst levels of the day. It was at 65.65 earlier, so more than $2 above the low that we had earlier today. Of course, this is from the fallout in the banks as well as global growth concerns. And for WI specifically, it was stuck between that range between 70 and 80. So once it fell below 70, that does fuel technical selling, which then increases volatility. But we are seeing now a big drop in energy stocks on the heels of oil's decline. It is the worst performing group today. The OIH, the services names like Halliburton, SLB, are among the biggest losers. And that could be because they've actually outperformed the XLE and the XOP over the last six months. So this could be a case of easing up on some of the positions that have been relative outperformers. But I did want to point out one chart from Matt Maley over at Miller-Tabak. It shows the relative strength index on the XLE, which is, of course, tracking the energy sector. And it shows that it has dropped below 30 and is now at oversold levels. Mm. And you can see in the past when it's bumped up against that level, it has then rallied. So could be time to nibble, but with all this volatility in the market, <laughs> don't necessarily want to call the bottom. Okay, Dave Walsh, I want to get you on here. Why, why are these oil prices dropping? Because this is the lack of activity. Are we seeing the recession here, or is this due policy? What's going on? Well, the, the global recession is indeed part of it. For example, in the U.S., gas consumption is down 2.6% from last March a year ago. So we're seeing some devastation in the, in the retail economy for gasoline. Also, that affects 
the price of oil per barrel. But there's a back channel here, too, and that's uh, Russia has broken ranks with their OPEC plus uh, cronies, if you will. They have uh, restored production to all but 6.6% of where they were last year. Last year, about 11.2 million barrels per day. This year, down only 10.4 because they found new markets in India, Turkey, China, for diesel, the kingdom, and, uh, and Brazil for diesel. So they've displaced a great deal of the capacity lost in Europe. They had been typically sending about 2.2 million barrels a day to Europe, and that's gone. But So the price is in the $40 per barrel range, heavily discounted to India, Turkey, China. Uh, they're, they're back in production to within 6% of where they were pre-restrictions. Pre, uh, so they've broken free of, the, uh, of OPEC+, Plus, which is one of the key things with a, an illegal price-fixing monopolistic cartel – very, very hard to hold that together. And they've already broken free. They had a six-week-ago meeting with OPEC where they were chastised to get the production levels down. They haven't done that. They're talking about doing it, maybe 5%, but they haven't done it. So they've, they've uh, sent great amounts of oil into the global market at 40 bucks, 45 bucks a barrel. So this, you know, the are sanctions... They, are, are they... Are, are, are they doing this because they need the cash? They just say, devil they, may care, we need the cash? we got to keep the economy going because we've got these sanctions everywhere else. Is this why they're doing it? Yeah, obviously need the cash. They were generating a year ago $22 billion a, a month just on crude exports down now to $11, 12000000000 billion a month. But the, the, the uh, numbers of barrels are about the same. So the deep, deep price discounting to retain the revenue that they wow. can. So, yeah, it's part of the wow. war machine, but they've – but th- what this shows is the resiliency. If you go ahead and imply these kinds of sanctions against all of OPEC, including the kingdom, which is necessary because of their trading now in petro yuan as opposed to dollars, these can be effective. These sanctions can be effective. We ought to be doing the same thing to OPEC in its entirety because look what Russia's had to do to broker as much oil as before yeah. the sanctions cut yeah. the price by 40, 50 bucks a barrel. And that's um, well. That's one of the key I, I issues with yeah. depressed global pricing. I, I gotta, I gotta get to you. We're going to do a special over the weekend on uh, the economy and the converge. Kind of my theory at the CPAC. I want to have you on about. You got to get into the CCP's face right now about this petro yuan, or I'm telling you, you're asking for yep. problems. Dave, how do people on social media? Uh, how do people get to you? Because you're putting up great stuff all the time. I'm on Getter at Dave Walsh Energy and True Social the same at Dave Walsh Energy. Thank you, Steve. Dave, thank you, thank you very much. Look forward to get Dave back on to, for this war special we're going to do, the economic war against you in the coast of the global war. Crom uh, Carmichael, you join us. Uh, I want to make sure we, the war in posse has hearts of lions. We know that. What we have to make sure they have is healthy hearts of lions. How are they going to do it, brother, with our favorite product, Salty? Steve, Talk to us. Steve, th- thanks so much. And here's how they're going to do it. You know, you can go to uh, any number of places online and do searches on the health benefits of green tea, and you'll find, gosh, sometimes you'll find five or ten, but you'll always find you'll always find heart health benefits from green tea. And what we've done at Soul Tea is we've taken one particular molecule from green tea and we've extracted that molecule, and that molecule is called theoflavin, and we we have a super enriched extract. That's 22%, 22% theoflavin, whereas theoflavin is 1% in green tea. <clears throat> and we took, we took this extract and we did clinical trials and proved that 
<clears throat> that our product will help manage cholesterol. Won't do much to help your voice, <clears throat> but it will manage cholesterol. And, uh, and it will help your whole cardiovascular system. So I would encourage everyone for the posse, and by the way, we've got over 20,000 people from the posse who are now subscribers. <clears throat> I, I strongly recommend that they come to warroomhealth.com. That's warroomhealth.com and enter the code WARROOM at checkout. And what they'll get by entering that code is they'll get a big discount of $29.95 off their opening shipment. And then after that, the ongoing shipments of the subscription, they're always getting three bottles for the price of two and we pay the freight. So it's a, it's a very, very economical way to have a healthy wow. heart, to have a healthy cardiovascular system where you can live not only a longer life, but a healthier life. And we need you healthy because we're on the ramparts right now. It's only going to get harder from here. Crom Carmichael, thank you very much, brother. Appreciate it. Thanks, Steve. Thank you. We, we've got a 20,000-man, uh, what, two Salty divisions. Want to get three, four, five. Let's go ahead and roll. Salty. I take it. So should you. Okay, next hour. Next hour. I've got Natalie Winters and Dr. Robert Malone for the whole hour. We're going to break down the lies of Tony Fauci today on the uh, Morning Joe Show. Here's why. This is their offensive move to start to blow through these committee hearings. And this is one of the most important things we're dealing with today, from the Wuhan lab to the vaccines, all of it. Natalie Winters, Dr. Robert Malone, next after a short break in the war room. War Room Posse, you already know free speech is under constant attack by the swamp and their big tech allies. They resell your communications and personal data while lecturing and laughing at you. I've got the solution. Unplugged Systems, a secure communications company, has an app suite you can install on any Android phone, including its own uncancelable app store, VPN, antivirus, and highly encrypted messenger better than Wicker, Signal, Telegram, or anything else. None of your message or VPN traffic is stored, analyzed, or sold. Claim your security for only $10 a month. Go to their website, unplugged.com. That's unplugged.com slash warroom to install the Unplugged Suite. It's secure. It's private. It's the way we stay connected and informed. Get it now. Take action, action, action. Use your agency. Folks, let me tell you about Salty. It's a company that makes a soft gel supplement rich in antioxidants to help people like you and me keep a healthy heart. While COVID gets all the headlines, it's important to realize that heart disease kills nearly 700,000 Americans every year. Yes, heart disease is the number one killer every year, year in and year out. Heart disease builds over time. Hypertension, high blood pressure, bad cholesterol, diabetes, all of it affects our heart. A healthy heart is key to being energetic as we get older. It is never too early to take care of your heart. You see, heart disease sneaks up on us. You can start in your 30s, and when this happens, you're at serious risk by the time you turn 60. If you want to take care of your heart and those you care about, please go to warroomhealth.com. That's warroomhealth.com. All one word, warroomhealth.com. Use the code warroom at checkout to save 67% of your first shipment. That's code WARROOM at checkout to save 67%. And do it again. WARROOM HEALTH, all one word, WARROOMHEALTH.COM. Go there today. You need, if you're going to be part of the posse, you need a strong heart. You need a lion's heart. How we're going to do that is with Salty. Go there. Do it today. Check it out.